0: To be back again tonight. To be here in the service and trust that it'll mean much to every one of us, that God will miraculously heal someone tonight. We might receive glory through Himself for His goodness. I'm sure if we're just all bleeding with one heart and one accord, God will grant it. Don't you believe that? I believe it with all my heart. Just a little tired. Tonight, I uh, just to look like I wish I had this, and as far as being physically tired, no. It's, uh, I guess you would call it mentally tired. It just seems like it just, the strength just goes away, and you don't know where it's gone, but it goes. But God is our strength, we trust in. Today, been quite a day. I've been trained much of the day for concerning the meeting. So many people sending telegrams and calling in knowing that I'm to be home Friday and they, they want to know who can be the first one to go to. You understand that why it right? is. It's just constantly on the move and you don't get any time of rest. And I... Only way I get rest is when I don't go home and just go somewhere else. I away a little while. Then when you do, I, it makes you feel bad. You think in the meetings and then you couldn't get to pray for, little children, and you just seem like you can hear them at night calling for prayer. Mothers and crippled people. And well, what that is, that's the cry of their prayer. It's just calming down. They're praying. I just. Sometimes when I go up in the mountains, I have a picture of the audience. I set it down maybe by the side of a tree, and just kneel down and just pray, praise, praise. God will heal me. And it's my interest. I like to people get well. No one can enjoy, uh, appreciate good health any more than I do. For I've spent much time very, very sickly in my young days. I had one in front of me, especially father was trouble. I had I'd drink barley water. eat crackers. And maybe start out walking to put our teeth in that right up. Just bed, just i went to all kinds of doctors. And things would just nothing could be done. I just said, Well, the Nothing can help you. They give me medicines and everything, but just, just couldn't stop me. It just went on just the same. About seven or eight years, come. Huh? And I was just eating, I was just trying. I'd look at the table and see the people eat and sit down, and I'd try. And I'd drink my barley water, you know, and maybe a little fruit juice for breakfast, barley water for dinner, and eat a few crackers, soda crackers, or no barley water, maybe a grim card occasionally. So forth, so forth. When I see people, one day i go to work, pick a shovel, and work all day long and go over to eat and drink the boiling water. And so I look to see those fellows eating just in my mouth of water. And I'd had a constant headache all the time. I'd swim in it. I once walked around with great big glasses on, just sometimes I get smelled, but it just has to leak, have to be so blind, and I weighed about 118, 20 pounds, and just think that sound after all those years of suffering through that, and now my eyes are 20 20, it just as perfect human eyes can be. I can read newspaper print five feet away from it, and uh, my stomach, I. God be praised, I eat anything I want to, just enjoy it. And I'm so thankful for it, and feel good, weigh 153 pounds. I'm just very thankful. When I was a little boy, I, <laughs> I was Irish. Of course, my conversion didn't change that too much. Someone said, You think there's any change for an Irishman? I said, Yes. Yeah one of them in heaven, Michael, <laughs> and I said, so I know there's a chance then for me, <laughs> but the, all the, when I was, a city I used to like to box, Right, Martin, I, we had a, well, just the ball city championship there. I bounced a whole lot of that, and then I got to uh, getting up to work I about fight eight, ten round fights, I won 15 Street professional fights. And I lost my 16th old Billy Freak, when he in West Virginia, David's going down at the rear. thought it, I wanted to give a draw and tell him give him to speech, because but really right. he really rightly did it. The first time in my life I ever looked up to God to make a promise, I wasn't sure of myself when I went to the ring that night. I said, Well, I'm, if you just let me come through this, Mr., I, I won't have no more. So, I've stood boxing since then, but I'm fighting another opponent, the devil, that <laughs> time. And I'm so happy tonight that there's so much law in and boxing, and pulling, things and so forth like that. But again, this, we have a great master, <laughs> and we can just preach the gospel full and free and let it go, chips fall wherever they wish. And God takes care of the rest. Now, I want to make this statement. Uh, I've been just a little leery about saying it, but tonight I feel just a little bit dressed up. don't know where you noticed not, but that's the suit the sister gave me. I, I appreciate it very much. Thank you very much. God bless that sister. Thank you all. People sending me nice ties and shirts. I was a little afraid to say anything about it In the platform. Maybe somebody thought that I was get the wrong impression. I was just saying it just called maybe, oh, no, I don't think that. But it's so appreciated I just couldn't let the people do things like that and then let me not mention it to some people. Some of them don't even put their address on it. I couldn't say the woman's thing that bought me that. I, I never let her let her... The right hand, left hand know what the right hand was doing unto, but
1: I appreciate
0: it from the depths of my heart. And I'll say this, my dear sister, and to all you others You never give anything to anyone in your life that appreciates it any more than I do. That's right. I do. And the Bible said, In so much as you have done unto the least, that's me, of my little ones, you have done it unto he who receives the righteous man in the name of a righteous man receives the righteous man's reward. Whosoever receives a prophet in the name of a prophet receives a prophet's reward. And I trust that God will return it to you a hundredfold. And I'm sure if God lets me keep my right mind in me, I'll never be in borrowing things that do Because I don't go to those things. never was in one. And I, and I, I only go to church to my home and out to visit the state. That's where I go. And I trust that God, while preaching in this suit, will let me win thousands of people. And I pray that the Holy Spirit will so anoint that those people who even come by me, as they did it in Arkansas, the touch will be healed by his glorious power. And in glory, when life is all finished, our earthly journey is over, I hope I'm standing near when I see him put the great white robe on you. I'll bow my head and I thank the Lord for well, that you in his right to be. God ever be with you, my friend. One time I thought it wasn't right to receive a present someone give you. Brother Sheridan, a man, corrected me on that. He said, Brother Brandon, I hate to correct you on anything. But said you're mistaken there that you call those people, but not receiving their presence, you call them to lose their reward. He said it's more blessed to give than it is to receive. And he told me his story, I hear it, and I just believe I tell this right now, I just come to my mind for a moment. John T. Sherrod, meeting Arizona, one of the business managers of the campaign, many of you met him, no doubt. Did anybody hear what happened over this year? Did by John Cherokee in Arizona. Well, he's a product of God's Bible School in Cincinnati, Ohio. The dean of the college was just talking to me a long distance and he wanted to go. Very fine man, Brother Stanley. Many of you heard Brother Stanley from the God's Revival. He's in my house waiting for me now. And he and Brother Raymond T. Ritchie. Many of you heard of him have not you, from Houston, Texas. He belongs to the Church of the of God and has his eventually single parents. And so Brother Sherrod, he was born kind of a fellow that didn't have very much of the world's goods. His father was a very poor man and was very rowdy, and he left his mother. And John Sherrod, about 15 years ago, was selling apples at a nickel apiece out in front of him like this, St. Louis, Missouri. Apple, although this couldn't have a cart, to take care of his mother. And he had an impediment of speech. He couldn't talk at all. He go to talk and just stand and just. You try again. You like to go say good evening. You say good. What do you like say? Good. That's not what you try to get awful man. Well, but he began to seek the Lord when he was a boy. And all the boys was running out to different places with the young lady. He said, Lord, I, I'm going to trust you. I, 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 I'd be awful out trying to talk to the young lady, but I want to be married and have children, and I'm going to serve you, and you give me a wife. And he committed to the Lord. At the age of about 25, if he could have passed every woman dying in the world, he couldn't have got a better one than what he got. Me. God gave it Lovely little companion. But one great thing, he loved children so well. She was barren. He was married for many, many years. Six, seven, eight, ten years, no children. He cut concrete on the street 25 cents an hour to make a living. And they'd save their money. And they'd bought a little 3 room house. I think it cost about $1,500 back in time of the Depression. And they you know, paid and paid and paid and tried to pay until they paid all of it all. But just about time they got it all paid off, they had a revival in Phoenix. And there was a man by the name of Dr. Sutton. I don't know whether you know him or not. He was a Canadian, a full gospel, gospel preacher. He came down there to the Phoenix. And he was staying in a touristy. And the Lord appeared to Brother Sherritt one night in a dream. He said, to him, take your silverware and your clothes and your wife and leave your home and turn that over to Brother Sutton. Think of it. After about 10 years of hard labor in the Depression, saving and striving, and the Lord told him to turn that place over to Dr. Sutton, which was a, a well known minister the shirt, all right, Lord, went to his little companion and said, Honey, the Lord has spoke to me and told me to turn our house over, just take our silver, and our clothes, and turn the house over to Dr. Sutton. When so he went and told, she said, All right, dear, She believed in her husband that the Lord said to you do that, God's got something else for us to do. So she, he turned all he had now, and he didn't have no place to take his wife that night. And they found a tourist camp it cost 75 cents and they stayed in the tourist camp that night he was 25 cents an hour cutting concrete on the street that's right working daily work great big man which is about 225 cents. and about a week later some rich lady told him if she, if she would move some of the things back in her garage if he wanted to live in her garage up towards campbell's back mountain you know where this place is have kind of a real the cattle part of the country up there. That you if you'll keep my yard in of a year, when he comes in, keep the grass watered and so forth, that you can live in my garage free. He moved up there without one thing, got some boxes, got him a spring laid on the floor, got him a mattress, put on him and his wife slept there. And Brother Sutton said, Brother Sherrod, I don't he said, The Lord has less me to do that. Said, That's all right. And he went on, and he was that way about a year lived a good Christian life. And finally, the lady that he lived with was a bald millionaire woman. And she, seeing his honesty, he was a Christian, just like a Daniel down in Babylon. She worked to him one day. She said, John, said, you know what? The Lord spoke to me last night in a dream and told me that I was to loan you $10,000 to go in business. Why, he said, he couldn't talk to him said, lady, I, I can't even talk. I'll never make a business, man. She said, but the Lord told me to do this, and here's the check. She said, well, I, 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 I can't take it. said, I, I don't want $10,000 laying on my. No, I don't. So she said, but the Lord said for me to give it to you. I've noticed you've been a good, honest man, Then you read the Bible, and I got me a Bible and was reading it, and the Lord told me to give you a check, loan it to you for $10,000 to go and visit. Well, he took the check, he didn't know what to do, and he went on, and one evening, he was walking up, he see a little old five-room house for sale for $2,000. Well, he went out there, he cashed the check, and bought it for $2,000, and went out there, him and his wife began to knock the plaster off of the place, and re it at night, him and his wife working together, and he plastered up the house, fixed it around, and put a sale sign up on it, and if he'd have got $3,000, he would have made money. And he sold it for six thousand. Today, John shared worth a half a million dollars, that's been about six, seven years ago since it started. Worth a half a million dollars, he's the father of three fine little children. Oh my. He said, Brother Branham, what if I would what if Dr. Sutton wouldn't have taken what God told me? he wanted it do? And now he said to her I said, Lord, whenever I see your program, I that's he yes. asked him much money. He said, I don't own or Orange Grove Ranch houses. He owns the big Thunderbird Ranch there. One of the greatest yes. real in yeah, Arizona. Arizona. And he said, all these things. And he said, I- I've got more money and I know what to do with And God gave him a fine little girl, then a little boy, then a little girl. That's reason his business is tonight. The little baby's just recently born. His wife had been there for all these years and now his there and children. Just doing, all oh, what a happy family. And he said, when I come to see him, he said, went up to the meeting one night and said, Lord, is that what you're talking about? And then he said, come to me. and said, Brother no, Branham, you don't owe me a penny. But if I can pack your hat or bring your coat, I want to be in the campaign. I had prayer for him. He's got me sure his feet back because he to him again. Now he's healed with his fine home. Every word gives a time to the Lord of everything he makes. All, all by just flesh, so it is more. Now she wanted to write just right, God, He shares these ceremonies. Look at you. And ask the testimony himself. He now he's have tracts and everything. Scatter the gospel everywhere. He'll probably be with us shortly again in the campaign. It's more blessed to give than it is to receive. He, uh, that isn't saying. You let God tell you what to do. And when God tells you that Mrs. Jones over there is a the widow woman and needs some, some clothes, and he speaks to you to go help that widow woman, you go help her. If you do that. Because, listen friends, all the money that we have is going to pass away. There won't be no more. It's just the eternal things as the things that we have in our souls. Is that right? We came into the world naked, we go out of the world naked. As Job said, the Lord gave, the Lord taken away, blessed be the name of the Lord at the start. Now everybody, be reverent, be prayerful, and God will bless us, I'm sure. Yes. I'm going to ask you something tonight, if you will for me, while I read the scripture. Maybe I'll wait while I read the scripture. Let's turn to St. James, the third chapter, or the, the second chapter, beginning with the 21st verse. There is a... Certain man in this city, as I just heard the news just now, said if I would return back, be here for Sunday afternoon and Sunday, we would rent some big auditorium somewhere to have a Sunday afternoon, Sunday evening service and the coming Sunday. So I have to pray. I want the Lord to give me what to do. just don't want to do I appreciate that, brother. Your officer, your daughter. God bless you. If you've got that much. Hard for the sick people, the blessing will come to you just the same as I think, to see the meaning. Now in St. James, the, cha- the second chapter and the 21st verse, this would almost look like a contradiction in the Scripture, but there is no contradiction in the Scripture. You know, the, you've heard people say that Scripture contradicts itself. It does not. For ten years, there was a challenge placed on my platter, on my pulpit that any person who could show a contradiction in God's Word could not be straightened by the Word of God. Not so. All the Scripture is mingled up, that's right. It's all broke up and placed in here. Place and that's the reason seminaries, theological schools will never be able to know it. It's hid from the eyes of the wise and prudent. And will be revealed to be such as will learn. You have—it doesn't how have much schooling, you got. Certain little old boy down in Kentucky, most of the country where I came from. Someone said every day, said, "Brother Ben, what part of Kentucky you from?" "Oh my, it's a way down in Kentucky. Where are they? Way down. Don't even have roads in there. Just a boxes and." So they had a little old rural school, a little old boy in about the second grade. He got up there one day and said, Teacher, the Lord called me to preach. Why, she laughed. Hair hanging down his said, The Lord called me to preach. I guess the boy was 15, 16 years old. And said, Why, the teacher said, The very eye. <laughs> Forget about it. Well, he went to the principal's school. No, they couldn't let him preach. But a few months after that, some great minister came through with some great D.J. to his name. So they permitted him to have the school. So he preached a two-week meeting. Never had one conversion. So the boy' father thought the boy really was called a preach. So he went to the principal, said, well, if you let him have it, why don't you let my boy have a try? So they went down there and he they didn't have it. They all, everybody come out to hear this boy that night. He got up there and he couldn't read the Bible, They so he had to get somebody to read the Bible for him. And he got to preaching, but when he got to preaching, that little old self styled teacher, along with about 50 others, found herself at the altar, weeping their way through to Christ. See? That's right. And there was a real revival broke out in that part of the country, and literally hundreds came to Christ. Why? It doesn't take the, the great education. It takes a full surrendered heart to Jesus Christ, no matter how illiterate you are. Those fools will not err in the way. Is that right? So listen closely now as we read the word. Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seeest thou how faith with his works, and by works was faith made perfect? And the scripture was fulfilled which says, Abraham believed God, and it was imputed unto him for righteousness, and he was called the friend of God. You see then how that by works a man is justified, and not by faith only? Likewise also was Rahab's heart justified by works, when she received the messengers, and sent them out another way far as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without work is dead also. Now, the first thing, it looks like Paul was speaking in Romans, the fourth chapter, justifying Abraham by faith, and James is justifying him by work. But it does not contradict. Paul was speaking, of what God saw in Abraham. And James was speaking what man saw in Abraham. Paul was speaking of what God saw in Abraham in Genesis 6, when he told him that he was going to have this child by Sarah. And Abraham believed God, that it was imputed to him. right. He believed the promise. That's what God saw. And then James speaking was speaking of what man saw in Genesis 22, where Abraham offered up Isaac. See, what faith is, what faith you have, that's what God sees. But what your works is, that's what your neighbors see. See, show me your works by your faith. Without your faith, I'll show you my works by my faith. See, notice. I believe that this audience here has faith, I believe that, but I believe you're afraid to turn it loose on work, or I I believe that you would just let your faith loose. Now, as far as I know, I've got two more nights, and last night, even tonight, I'm trying my best to hold back just as close as I can and keep from training too hard Then the last two nights if God be my helper I'm going to throw my whole heart and everything i got to the service. But I'd like to get this to you while I'm speaking called probably tomorrow night and next night I don't even want to say nothing just have the prayer line get ready and come on in the platform and go pray for the sake. But if you would do this dear friend if you would give God a chance Now you believe, I'll ask you, if you believe, you say yes. Is that right? If you believe, you say yes. Then if you believe, you've got to act like you believe. Isn't that right? You've got to act like you believe. Now notice. If you could believe, say for instance, I was at the altar as a sinner, Now, the only way that you'll ever be able to obtain anything from God is by faith. Do you all understand that? For the whole Christian armor is faith. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, meekness, gentleness, patience, all the unseen And we, as Christians, we do not look at what we see. We look at what we believe. See what I mean? We believe it before there's any natural evidence. The Virgin Mary, when the angel of God met her and said, Hail Mary, blessed art thou among women, and began to tell her that she was going to give birth to a child without knowing any man being a virgin, she accepted the angel's word. And she began to testify and tell people that she was going to have a baby without knowing a man before there was any natural evidence at all. She just believed it. And she acted upon what she believed. Now that's what you have to do to get well. Now, what... There was no one to tell me what to do by gift when I was at Mayo Brothers, in Rochester, when they looked at me, the best doctor in the world, and said, you haven't even got any kind of a chance. See? But one scripture, that is Hebrews 3, 1, I've seen that, that he is the high priest of our confession, He's sitting at the right hand of the Father to make good anything that we confess that He has done. But He cannot do nothing for us until first we confess that He has done it and act upon it. See, when you whatsoever things you desire, Jesus, see. Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe, you receive it. That's the order, see. You Believe now, you receive it, and it shall be given unto you. That's the future. For he's the high priest to make intercession for your confession. And he cannot heal you until first you confess he has. How can he save you? No matter how much you cry, you could come to the altar and cry and pull your hair and scream and say, God, God, have mercy. I believe in old fashioned repentance. But you could stay there and repent until year after year, and you'd never be saved until you believe in your heart that he had saved you, and raised up and confessed it. If you confess me before man, I'll confess you before my Father and the holy angels. Is that true? Now, see, you cannot be saved only by faith and confession. Is that right? Now, he will make good anything that he died for. And here you say, did he die for my healing? I'll well, God. He was wounded for our transgression, bruised for our iniquity. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Eighty percent of his ministry was divine healing. Eighty percent of his ministry was on the miraculous side, showing the people that the supernatural God was working in human flesh. And my brother's sister... May I say this with reverence? that's exactly what he's doing in this tent now, trying to get to the people. But if he was standing here tonight dressed in these clothes, he could not do any more for you than what he's doing here night after night. Is that right? Or he could not, he could tell you who you were, what you'd done, what was wrong with you. But he could not ease you until you believed it. And when you would believe it, the Father would reveal it to him. And he would tell you, go your way, your sins are forgiven, or so forth. Is that what he acted in his ministry? And listen to his own sacred words coming from his sacred lips. He said, dearly, dearly, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing in himself but so what he sees the Father doing? The Father speaks no one to the Son, and the Son speaks what the Father says. Well, then if He was standing here, and you'd accept God as your healer, and you'd be healed, then the, the Son would reveal to you your sins are gone, your healing is right. Now, isn't that just exactly what the Son of God is still doing? Working through mankind, His instruments? Oh, audience, how I wish I could have words that I could just get this to you. To Think of a people as kind, poor people, do anything in the world for you, and yet I know exactly what you need and know what you want, and how can I get it to you, see? And if I could, oh, my <laughs> I would stand here and say line up, if I had the little capsules that I could give everyone and it'd all be healed, and I know to work with those capsules, then I would have to take one of them with my nose and start pushing it from here to Columbus, Ohio, down the road, going down through the street, pushing in my nose, knowing that that would heal you people when I got to Columbus, that I had no nose left. I would start tonight. That's right. I, God knows whether I'm telling the truth or not. I would start down the street, pushing that thing with my nose, to know that this group of people could be. I, you know I want my Father glorified, and how I want Him to be magnified. I want all the world to look to Him. And if they would just look to Him, now, He is more willing to heal every person in the tent tonight than you are willing to be healed. Think of that. Now, how do we get healed then, Brother Brand? The first thing, you cannot be healed. You're just making yourself. I could air until in your heart you believe that you're healed. Oh, as I remember, you can't play with Satan. He knows whether you believe or not. Don't you try just to make out. You really believe. And I think, friends, if you would get down to business with God, He'd come to business with you. Oh, how you could just get that thing. Look, stand by faith. You look, He's the high priest of your profession. You are healed just by the same merits that you're saved by. You're saved by the merits of Christ. Is that right? Not what's not your own merit. There's nothing you can do to be safe, only believe on Him. I could go to heaven in my righteousness, nor could you go to heaven in your righteousness? God would receive it. But He will receive the righteousness of His Son. And if we believe on Him, as the Scripture says, believe that He is and will confess Him, the if a sinner came and got, went out and I said, well, i got saved. Somebody say, well, you look just like you always did. You're the same person. Well, if they say, well, maybe I'll just hear it. Maybe that's just thought I did. You'll go right straight back to your sin again like a halt to a swallow and a dog to a son. That's right. But as long as you're willing to, could you imagine, taking a halt from a swallow? You could take a hog out here and bring this hog in and rub it up with sal scody, or whatever you want it to uh, Do that paint on their toenails like women do on their fingers and fix it up with, uh, with clothes on and put it on a hardwood floor and give it great nuts for breakfast and that hog would die. You take him and turn him loose, all those scoured up, he would go just as straight to the waller and waller in as he could get to it. Why? Wow. As long as that hog nature in there, he'll still be a hog. But you put a lamb out there in that waller, it will blaze and cry until get somebody gets him out of it. Now, if you want to keep the hog out of the waller, it's the nature of the hog. Best way to out of the things of the world, change the nature from a sinner to a Christian. And that can only be done through that great powerful work. I've seen prostitutes. Sometimes this is the first thing we ever had. The big auditory used to have a room for the maniacs. I'll tell you a little story, please. I walked into a room not long ago. That was about 16 years Things in there, her head and and everything. go in there. And as she shut the door. I looked in there, she said a fine-looking young lady sitting there. Looked like I'd be an idol for any man. How did you do? it? she said, How did you go I looked down, I said, where's your patient? She said, I'm the patient. The patient. I looked at her detect anything just right. So I thought I'd sit down and talk to her. She said, are you kind of startled? I said, yes, ma'am. But these, these people here, she said, well, Brother Random, I'll go give you my story. And I said, all right. And she began to talk. She said, when I was a little child, I was reared in a Catholic home. She said, but I got out with a bunch of girls one time and smoked. They got me to smoke, and they got to drink. we a bunch of boys, and I become a perpetual drunk children, and said, when I begin to drink, vote, and I begin to be a prostitute on the street, selling the morals of her life, and she said, they taking me up and put me in a Good Shepherd's home, and said, when I served a term in there, and said, of course, while I was in there, I had to do that. Said, when I got out, I went right straight back to it again, and said, then the law picked me up and gave me a two years in a woman's prison. And said so then I come out again. And said they advised me to uh, some people said I ought to go to church, a different church, a Protestant people, and told me to come to the Protestant church and and said I did, and I went and joined the Protestant church. And she called the name of the church. And she said I go right back out and have the same desires that I ever had. And she said, I've tried, I've prayed, I've cried, Brother Branham. She said, I've done everything that I know how and tried everything that anybody ever told me. But she said, I just can't keep from doing it. I said, look, sister, and I began to feel what was wrong. I said, you don't want to do that. Uh, As pretty a woman as you are, you expect someday to be married and have a husband and babies like all real women do. She said, yes, sir. I said, you couldn't be like that. You know, you'd be invisible to yourself, uh, disgrace to your children and why? uh, what all you to eat, And she said, that's right. I said, you don't want to do that, do you, sister? She said, no, sir. I said, there's something that makes you do that, isn't it? She said, yes, sir. I said, as old-fashioned as it may seem, it's the devil on you, sister. I said, now, your doctor might not want to plead that and so forth, but it's the devil that makes you, it forces you to do that against your will. She said, that is right. She said, I always thought that was right. I said, now, look, if you will believe in the Lord and will pray God... She said, I've done that, brother. I said, I'm not talking about what you have done. I mean now. And you just do as I tell you to do, and you'll be free from that. She said, well, can you free me? I said, no, man. Only Jesus Christ can free She said, well, I've already come to him and give my life. I said, sister, just a moment. But you, you just do as I tell you, will you? She said, I said, let us pray. And we got out and prayed, and she was crying, and she raised up a few minutes, she said to Brother Branham, I'm, uh, I'm going to go out tonight, and she said, I- I'm going to try my best. I said, no, you'll go right straight back again. I said, it's not over. She said, but I have con- I've done all that I know how to do. I said, but it's not yet, sister. It's got to be something to pull that nature from you, change you. And she said... She said, Well, I prayed, I cried, she began to cry, she got out. And while well, I got out of praying with her, asked God to make that demon turn her loose. And while well, I did that, and laid hands upon her, she laid quite there with her head down like this for a few more. Directly, she turned around, she looked at me in those great big velvet eyes. She said, Brother Branham, something's happened to me. I said, Now it's over. That's right. Now it's over. She said, I just feel, Well, I don't know. <laughs> I said, There isn't enough devils in the world could upset you right now you just go on like you're going out. That's been a little over a year ago. The woman is married tonight with a lovely home. Never drank from that time or had no desire to drink or to smoke or anything. What was it? There was no medicine she took, but by the supernatural, divine power of the transformation of her soul, where the power of Jesus Christ took her and took away. All the desire and the iniquity, and as she would die tonight, her soul as white as anybody else. That's right. For she comes not in her marriage, but in the marriage of the Lord Jesus, who redeemed her. And the God, listen, she was a character all the police court's ne- records and everything. Gun law, no notice. But tonight, she's a lovely woman to be a mother. Settle down to a good God-saved Christian. Why a difference? What did that? Well, everything where the law failed, where the houses of the correction failed, where medical science failed, the blood of Jesus Christ stuck up in can failed. Why? By faith. While the power of God that would change a prostitute to a saint, a drunkard to a, a righteous woman, while that by the same power will take any cancer, death, dumb, blind, crippled, or the same blood from the same man on the same day atoned for your healing and atoned for your salvation. Is that the truth? He was wounded for your transgression with his sight, your heal. The blood run exactly off of the same man at the same day. Is that right? How did that, how do you get it? Not because you think, but because you something strikes you that you know you got it. Look at here, friends. Let me give you this illustration. I might have done it before. What color is that shirt? It's white. Anyone that's got sight knows that shirt's white. You have five senses about it. See, feel, feel smell here. Now none of those senses will declare God. When God made man, he made in his image, his spirit man. And he put him in five senses to contact his earthly home, not to contact God with. Those senses don't declare God. They declare the earthly home. Where the man had to contact his earthly home, he had to see, taste, feel, smell, hear. But faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. You do not see it, taste it, feel it, smell it, or hear it, but you believe it. See what to means? Now, if every person in here, if this boy sitting here, the lady sitting here, who, or the young lady sitting here, I'm talking to crippled people, and, and here, and there, and the people's got diseases, if you believe, if you pray right now, until so you are so sure that you are healed, just as sure as you say that's why, it's over. I'll assure you, if you'll get that type of faith, God Almighty will speak through me and tell you you're healed. we'll reveal it. See friends, therefore, you see, I'm sorted away from myself, it's not me, I'm just only I couldn't breathe, you couldn't breathe without God, could you? Let your spirit leave you, you're gone. Is that right? God holds your life in His hands, is that true? You can't make yourself live, you live by God. Just the same as I can't say until God says something. I have no control of it. He says it. When He says it, then it's true. Then it's true. God confirms it with signs and wonders. Have faith. Place your faith in Christ. Now, it doesn't matter if I was all. Or Reverend Markham, or one of these ministers here, up to the platform to pray for you. If you, if just according to your faith, be it unto you. That minister has just as much right to pray, or any of the other ministers, or not only a minister, but any Christian who's a believer, to pray with faith, prayer of faith. Anybody who believes is praying for the sick. Please, the divine healing. Anybody, woman, man, boy, girl, I've seen my little girl that's only three years old pray for a crippled child it was healed. That's right. For a little heart to get a beat, you said, Daddy, look at that little girl. I said, pray for her. honey." And a week or two from that the child was well. The child. God hears anybody cry, that'll bleed. The reason you ask others to believe because you're binding your faith together to move away that power of, the, of doubt. The first sin that was ever committed was doubting God's word. Is that right? God said the day you eat, there, that day you die. They said surely you'll not die, and he got Eve to doubt God's word and go to seeking knowledge. Is that right? Today the whole world. I have nothing against education. But the world, they got an educational program, and they've got it down into the church. And from the platform, the minister has to be a certain degree or something, or he has to have so many uh, degrees, or he can't be he he any welcome in a platform. You let me get up some of these aristocratic churches and use my Kentucky words, Hank, Fizz, and Barry, and Beth, and, and they kick me out. But look, brother, the kingdom of God don't come by education. That's right. It comes by a surrendered heart to God. And I'm not trying to support my ignorance. But I'm saying this, my dear friend. that is simple, child-based. Don't seek for knowledge. Now you're thinking I'm uh, throwing it out to doctors. I believe in doctors. I believe in hospitals, institutions, whatever can help anybody, God and more. But there's not a one of them. That ever can heal anybody, and they don't confess for best to heal somebody. They claim to assist nature, God is the healer. If I cut a place in my hand, as I told you a few nights ago, all the medicine in the world wouldn't heal that hand. If I die and it involve me, throw that hand up, and put all kinds of medicines on it, 50 years today it would still be there. Medicine doesn't heal. You take the life out of there, there's no healing. Life is a healer. And life is God. Jesus came that you might have abundance of life, more life than what your normal life is, to believe on Him, to be healed our saved. I'm not excited, but I know what I'm speaking of. The, the right mental attitude towards any promise of God will bring it to pass. There it is. You say, why are you talking about gifts, Lord? Gifts or to edify, your addition. Here is the first and only foundation for divine healing or anything from God is the Bible. If you get off of that, you're out of God's will. Divine healing isn't a hocus-pocus affair. It isn't saying a few mystery words over somebody's hypnotizing. It's the truth revealed through Jesus Christ is divine healing. That's right. Gifts of the Spirit are brought down to edify. Or in other words, it's the flag of flying over top of the building. It's the appearance of the outside to attract the people in, out of the range. See what I mean? Now, gifts come from God. If they are from God, they'll testify of God. And God will testify of them. Is that true? If you are sick, pray until you believe with all your heart. You never just pray for something. You just know you're going to get it. That's faith. Now, if you believe that with all your heart, accept it and act on it. Now, you can believe it just as much as you want to. If you didn't act on it, you will sit right there like a sinner would lift the altar. If you got on that, prayed and prayed, you said, Lord, I know you're saying to me, but... A, uh, I know you say, he'll never get through until he rises and confesses it and stays with it and shows works with it. James says, just as the body is dead without the spirit, so is faith without works is dead, no matter how much you believe. And that's what I'm telling you, friends, these gifts are brought in to make the presence of God real to you. I guess I'm really deaf in your closet. The The gifts are brought... To make the presence of God real to you. Then your faith looks up to God and accepts divine healing or salvation or whatever you have need of from God. It is only true, one thing or other. Anything that you have need of in this earth journey, God will supply if you have need of it. He promises to supply your need, not your want, your need. And He's God. And He can only get it to you as you believe Him. And gifts are to make you see that He shared in his attitude towards one is towards all. Amen. Oh, my. Friends, I, I, you may think that I'm an awful, a peculiar sort of a person, but I wish I could just take the faith that's in my heart and spread it out to you right now. You see what I mean? There'll be a spontaneous something happening here that every person in the building... Say, well, my brother Benham, I don't know where I can move my hand. Or, you'll never move as long as you think that. Believe that he's done it and go not say he's done it, and act like he's done it. Move it every inch. If you can't move it, but think, of oh, I'll move it a little bit farther. The next day, I'll move it a little farther. The next day, I'll move it a little farther. Think about as far as you're going and say, oh, not him <laughs> Keep on with it. Stay with it. Great faith will bring you right now. A little faith will bring you out anyhow. If you'll stay with it. Just where you see the ray of light, follow it. Stay with it. It'll bring you out. Oh, my. Now, Jesus to identify himself. He identified, not himself, but his Father. It's The Father that doeth the work. Now, when Philip comes, he showed Philip, the Daniel, the people where the mules were tied, where the money was, the thief, and Is that right? Now. He said, these things that I do, greater than this will you do. You do the things that I do and still more of them, or I'm going to the Father. But I'll come again and be with you even in anyway. you. If the spirit of an artist is in us, we could paint a picture like an artist. If the spirit of the gangster was in us, we'd have guns. If the spirit of Christ is in us, we'll put our means in Do like Christ, we'll act like it. And then if that spirit's in there, we'll have the things that Christ had, we'll have also. See what I mean? But you can't make yourself. You've got to believe it. that's where I think you're you're doing things. Listen to me. That's where the mistake is. You're trying you to work yourself up there. Yes. Instead of doing that, just sitting down with a child right face and bother. Look here, i coming to you. You promise it to me. Give me face to leave it right now. And if we didn't drop that face in me, I expect it. Stand right up and that's over. It's as simple as that is. You have to be careful. Be reverent and believe God with all your heart. Now, these gift, signs wonders. Bring God's presence to you. Now you believe tonight with all your heart. God surely prayer. Believe it? how you have done like we did last night, and he's saying, God bless you, and have a little breath. He passed through, and he, he was jerking I like feel. And then he passed through, and there had been a woman in the slow line down there. the key with a gardener. and she had her umbrella walking up down the street, screaming and going home. So a passed by, and I said, God bless you, my brother, you believe, me he said, with all my heart. I said, go home now, unless your face will make the whole. Pass on by. Like got here he come back in line, and said, Brother Brandon, you, you, you told me I was you, and I'm still jerking. I said, Brother, you told me you believed me. He said, I do. I said, You're not acting like I said, You're to believe what I told you. He said, Well, I do believe it. I said, Well, why are you coming back telling me you wasn't healed? See how easy it is. He said, Well, Brother Bram said, Am I healed then? I said, Yes. I said, do You believe you are? Did you believe he heard my prayer? He told me, If I be sincere when I pray, get the people to me, and nothing you stand before the prayer. Do you believe that? I said, yes sir i believe with all my heart i said go on he said okay you started away do you make sure he'd come back to your life but i haven't stopped yesterday. and i said well now, look i'm not talking about when you stop now you might have stopped for a week or 10 days or three months or four months or two years i said abraham waited 25 years on this What is, it? is that right scripture readers know i said you believe what i've told you he said well i don't get it brother Graham. i said brother the angel of God, who is declaring that I have told the truth, told me this, if I could get the people to believe me and be sincere when I pray. Oh, I see it, again. I see what you mean, but I've I, I I'm already got the healing, I'm just waiting for it to stop. I mean, that's right. All right. Well, I'm healed. He went on, you know, and kept hands, raised. the Lord, he was healed. About a month after that or two, maybe about, I would say six weeks to be safely. I was in another meeting. You so just come out of broadcast out of the studio, which is in the auditorium, and I just walked out there, and a phone. Uh, the usher said, "You're you're wanted on the phone from so your own home from Indiana." Well, it had to be Indianapolis, <laughs> Instead of Deversville, and the lady said, are, "Are you the Divine Healer?" I said, "No, ma'am." I said, "I'm Brother Branham." She said, "Well, look, I had a, said I'm from Indianapolis, here, sure, Indiana," and said, "I had a." a son that goes down to stay with my sister each year down in houston or his vacation said he's had the pause he said he dropped when he was a baby on his back kind of injury he's had the pause he said for years and said he come home here a few weeks ago and saying some divine healer healed and said he just been going around here hollering praise the lord he's healed and everything else like that and Said he's had the whole neighborhood tore up and said well uh, what well, no difference in the boy and said said we told him so now we're christian people he said but Brother, I, I saw blind people see and, and deaf people here, see cripples walk away, and said, Pass through mine, he told me to believe it I was healed. And he said the he said the angel told him that, and well, what the angel told him on the other things is right, and that's right, and I'm healed, and nobody's gonna make me see any difference. I'm just gonna stay right with him. He just kept on. And she said he did that for several weeks and said he would come down and sit down in the chair and say, well, thank God for healing. He's just shaking his heart as he was and said, the people what, he got a reproach that the neighbors had laughed at him. Said it all goes thin. Well, I guess he's healed. There he goes, look at him shaking. Now, isn't that a shame that somebody just sees somebody like that? Like that? But isn't that a shame the neighbors say, well, that fellow ought to be arrested, ought to be run out of the country. And like what for telling that boy then. If I wasn't telling the truth, I should be. Right? but it's the truth. So it went on and she said, he, when he comes back the second time, I forgot tell you.'" He said, Brother Branham, if you heal me, I'll give you $100 right now. And I said, Brother, if you offered me a million, you know, I couldn't heal you. And then he said, What about that woman with the garter? I said, Her faith in Christ for heal her, Brother. And so she said, Well, now, he was doing that. he said, Last, Saturday, last Friday evening, afternoon, he came in and said, but one of our friends from out the country was business. And he come in, shake it, sat down the chair and said, Praise the Lord for healing And said, My Relative from the country said, What's the matter with him? Paul oh, said he got down there and some preacher got him all worked up and told him he was healed. He said, He's been carrying on that right that ever since. He said, this Boy, got, he said, Well, I, I am healed. said, I, oh, she said, Stuck a laugh at him, you know. And so the mother got a- laughing at him. Just to make him stop saying that, you know, said, oh, they bringing a reproach, he'll never bring a reproach on testifying what side 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 for Calvary. No, sir. He healed every person when he died of Calvary. He did. Right? You have to accept it. When this um, boy said he sat down there in the church he was shaking like that and kept on shaking, so he got crying. He said we got to laugh at him. And he said all of a sudden he jumped to his feet just as still as he could be. But now I am That's right. God had visited. Him. She said, Reverend Branham he said we made him sit down in the chair and sat there for hour. To be sure, they never shuck a bit. And said, we took him down to our church, a very noted Baptist church broadcast right here. Said, we took him down to the church, and the pastor looked at where he said, a notable deed has been done. Said, so then we took him to the medical doctor's Saturday, and they examined him and said, there's nothing wrong. And said, now this is Sunday, and he still, this is as quiet as he can be. Well, I that I told you I was here. And she said, now he promised you $100, and I want to know where to think. I said, oh, this I said if he's a rich man, he got so much money he don't know what to do with tell him to go down the street and a little ragged kid he sees, goes in and buy him a lot of clothes, give it to him for something. I said he'd give God praise. That's right. I said it for his evil. Now what was what if you to fail when waiting in the last day? You stay right with it. If you believe it, stay right there. And don't you fail, said say Stay right there and God will make it right. All right. I remember I promise you that tomorrow night going to try as hard as I can. We're going to have a prayer line We'll line the people up here, all the, the people there that got their prayer cards. Right. We'll pray for them as long as I do And if any of you would think that God has already healed you out here in the audience, think that you healed you maybe you'd want me to ask him to show you, would you just raise your hand and say, I, you'd want, let's have just a little line from right here. Here's the six folks right in here. Right in here, line in here. All right. Now well, let us just come around to the audience. Will you believe now and pray it? me? Let us bow My Heavenly Father, you know my heart, and you know what I have needed. And I know it, but I'm not here to make a show. I'm only here to try to claim the promises that Christ has given to the people and trying to exalt well, Christ to them that they might believe on Him. Now you will bear me record, Father, that I have told the truth as in Your Word and in the testimonies and so forth. That You are here, and I know that You are going to heal the people. And please, Heavenly Father, help them to believe on Him and to be healed tonight. Grant it, dear Father. And now, too, if there be strangers in our gates, and they might be here sick, and maybe for the last time, and this is why I ask this Father, if you'll just show me something with somebody out there, something is wrong, and we'll heal that person, just as Moses put his hand in his bosom and turned it out. Will you do that for us tonight, Father? I'm waiting on you, going forward now by faith, believe that you are going to do this for In the name of our son Jesus, amen. Now, if the piano will, slowly abide with me. Just love that song. Abide with me. That's what I want God to do. Now, dear people, you know I don't know you. I don't know one thing about you. The only way I ever have of knowing would have to be through God. You know that. I'm trying to be sincere to you. I know someday I've got to stand with you before Christ. And what good would it do me to come before Christ? My heart wasn't right with you. You'd be there and be laughing. They're jarring having a wonderful time, and I'd be a pass And I'm here struggling with all my heart. I'm tired, weak, weary, trying to help you. Now you believe me with all your heart. And maybe the Lord Jesus will. If I could just get one person. Around just around the group somewhere that now you're all believing. There's a group of people I hope that someday you'll understand what this what, what this weather's feeling weight is now. You see, like just like if there was a ten thousand needles sticking in you drawing your line. Drawing. Your life. I just be as reverent as you. See somebody just as far back this way as I can get. Now, I'm not sure just where it's at. But in that distance, if I if I am wrong, God forgive me. And being weak and tired. But I I think the lady is sitting by the side of the man with a checkered shirt on. I think it's sir. Aren't you real nervous, sister? For some type of nerve condition? If that's right, raise up your hand. That's just it's something with a lady just behind you, but I can't tell oh, what it is. There's this other lady here calling so hard. You, you're nervous, aren't you, sister? I just go home. You're going to be well. Do you believe me? All oh, right, don't never say you're nervous anymore. Go on home and just rejoice and have a good time. Raise your family. God bless you. Now, I'm not sure, I'm awfully weak for you. but I believe this lady sitting here this blue dress, sitting right here. Is there something wrong with you right now, on the table? I, I can't make this worse exactly, but i isn't something wrong in the bowel system? in trouble? Is that right, sister? If it is, raise your hand. All right. You believe me now? All right. Don't ever think about that anymore. Go on home. eat what you want to be. I believe a lady lost, somebody lost a garter just that. I did that third lady sitting there. Did you have a garter, sister? Is that right? Well, it left you. God bless you. That left your hand up there. That That's right. All right. The blessing of God is on you, sister. i tell let me move. Now, let's move somewhere else. Let's get over here. Everybody, this is rare. A lady sitting right here. You have a prayer card in your hand. You got a prayer card for the line? Maybe I wouldn't call it something. Maybe you'd be in line. Is your number way back? How far back is your number? I don't know where they'll call from. you have had some trouble in I can't tell just what it is. But I believe having having you had an operation. Have you had an operation? I see you in the surgery room. Now, friends, I wish you to see what I'm looking at now. Yes, this was a cancer operation. It's come back on you if have you haven't. not Alright, you believe me now with all your heart? Jesus Christ heals. Go home and Believe with all.
1: There that sling on your arm.
0: I guess there's something wrong with your arm. Let's see, just a moment. Now, have faith, Sister. I'm trying to get to the disease people. Anybody who sees the crippled people, they can see what's wrong with them. But this is something that's a mystery. I look this away, lady. sure now, it's either her bladder or her kidneys. One. It's a kidney trouble, I'm pretty sure, right? Is that right, sister? A kidney trouble? Stand up, sweetheart. Let's see where that, there it is, then. All right. That kidney trouble's going to leave you, sweetheart. You're going to be a well girl. You love Jesus? You love Jesus? Raise up your little hand, like that. That's right. All that's right, fine. Is there a girls sister? there there? A garter of this lady sitting right there? Well, I don't It seemed like somebody in there had a garter somewhere that left. That's where it was left. I couldn't make out. All right, sister. Swallow it. you through. All right. It's gone. That's hard. You're healed. I could tell the garter left, but I couldn't tell just where it was. Oh, isn't he the Lord Jesus? Now, look, man. Feel all right, <laughs> don't you, man? Know Did just... there it is. He just say <laughs> praise the Lord? Now him? look, breathe now with all your heart. There's a lady sitting right there trying her best to catch a hold. I can't see what's wrong with you, sister. You with that red dress on there, with that red coat laying across there. you. You were trying to contact me, wasn't you, sister? Trying to, there's something wrong with you, isn't it? Something wrong? You, uh, I th- yes, I believe, I'm not too sure. It's a nerve condition called, uh, I believe, a convulsion. Isn't that right, convulsions? Is that right? Raise your hand. All right, God bless you. You believe me as God's servant, as his prophet? How would I know what was wrong with you outside of God telling me? Now, you were trying to find me here, and your vibrations didn't take up. Now, you go home and forget about that, and you say, I haven't gotten more convulsions, and will never have no more. Go on and you'll be well. you believe that? you you serve God all your life? God bless you. Let's bow our heads now just a moment. Our Heavenly Father, I want to pray to you just now. Seemingly Lord, if I could just talk to the people a moment. They seem to have a desire to uh, look upon their face. And some of them are reaching out and catching by faith. Thank you with all my heart for your goodness and kindness. Thank you for all that you've healed through these past two weeks. The lame, blind, the
1: paralyzed, people who have TBs already pronounced
0: well by their doctors. Tumors that disappeared, can't even find them nowhere. Great, hideous cancers, finding people. As left, doctors can't find no trace of them. They're gone because faith in Christ has taken them away. Bless these people, Father. Tonight, as we start the prayer line, may many hundreds be healed tonight. Pray, Lord, that your name might be glorified. For we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, just a moment. Oh, I like everybody to be healed. How glorious! How marvelous! What a faith. Please believe my words. You're just afraid to let loose yourself. You're afraid to trust God with it. Don't be afraid. What more could He do? He couldn't do no more. And here's one thing: I never, I want to leave this this tonight. That your pastor, you don't have to run around across the country to people to be prayed for. Your pastor has the right to pray for you. I'm going to ask the pastors in this church are cooperating here. If they will come here and let the people pass through them first before I come down here. I want to examine some of the cases that come through. All right. are there anything that's wrong with the people? Will you pastors come here just a moment? God bless you. And I want you to line up a dual line right down along this platform. Or here. Come right up here and I'll stand at the bottom of the steps. I want you congregation here. I want you to believe me. Do you believe me? That soreness was leading in that place right now. Where it was that? Where that cancer was operating. Isn't that right, lady? Now, you going Here's another thing, sister. <clears throat> you all, you've designed to walk with God, haven't you? To get closer to him. Now, you go ahead and do that, See? You wanted to, you've been praying for a closer walk. Isn't that right? You prayed for a closer walk. I just, while they're lining up, I had something to tell you. I just sit moving over here a few moments ago and I didn't get to tell you. You
1: prayed just
0: hard to get to come here and you have this to Is that right? pray that God would we'll do something for you here. you made God a promise, too, have You're serving the rest of your life with all your heart, If he lets you give. He's done it now. Now you go on and, and serve him with all your heart and have faith in God. I'm glad for this group of ministers standing here, for they're out to believe that Jesus Christ is going to heal the people. I don't know where brother Paul father are, but he's at the I'm going to walk down here to the end. Let the evil come through this line. Everyone, let them be prayed for by these ministers first. I want to check them I'm down here at the end of the road. we my got to do when come Our brothers tell me they believe. I believe they believe. If they do and you believe, then you start praising God. When you get down here, if you're crippled, you'll be walking. If you're blind, you'll be seen. If you're, if you're dead, you'll be here. That's right. And when you get out here, and if you got sickness, it'll be gone from Then when I leave... Then you'll realize that your pastor has the right to pray for the state. They're a good, God-saved, Holy Ghost-filled man. That's right. And i would certainly put my endorsement upon them to pray for the state. All right, while I pray, just a moment. Heavenly Father, you know the weakness of my body. You know what I'm trying to do. And I know there's people here that want to be healed. Oh, eternal God, help me now tonight. As I've lined your children up here on this platform, you're believing servants, each of them with a bowed head, as waved holy hands in the air over the sinners, telling them to believe on the Lord Jesus and be saved. they taught healing. They believed in it, and now the confirmation of their teaching has come to pass. And now, Father, reward them before the people who they stood gallant for. I have them standing here tonight, and standing here as representatives of divine healing in the cross of Christ. And now, Father, when they lay their hands upon that people, may every unclean spirit leave the people. May the blind demons come out of the blind. May the deaf hear. May the dumb speak. May the lame walk. May cancer's vanish. Tuberculosis, all kinds of diseases leave. And may this be one of the most marvelous nights that will inspire their hearts and will set an old fashioned revival to go in here that will never cease. May it never cease until Jesus comes. Grant it, Lord. Now, I'll be standing here at the end of the roll, Lord, and grant that every person coming off the platform will be praising God for their healing. Hear the prayer of your humble servant. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I ask him. Amen. All right. Everyone that's got a prayer card, line them any way you want
1: I won't throw up with prayer cards you tonight. I wanna start at one and go to one hundred. When you start across the platform to my right, your
0: left, just keep moving. Do not stop any of the ministers or Reverend Brown and ask them any personal favors. Everyone must keep moving in order to get
1: everyone through. If you stop and ask Reverend Brown something, stop and someone else is being
0: prayed for tonight. So everyone just keep moving, please. Prayer everywhere else. As soon as these are out, we'll bring in another group. Let everybody that desires. Now, if you've got something wrong with you that you don't know what it is, and you want to find it out, if you've got something that's holding you back in your life, don't come in this line. Wait and come in tomorrow night or the next night for that discerning spirit to pick up what's wrong with you, see? But if you've got faith to believe, come in here tonight. Come right on in and be healed. Everyone, as soon as these are over, let the rest of them. Everybody pray everywhere. Christian, this is your duty to pray, your soul duty to pray.
1: are lined up on the platform and these these ladies are are coming through. There's a number of ladies, men, children, cripples coming through the line. Brother Branham is down at the end of the line. Uh, As you heard, there will be a hundred in this line. Here's a crippled man walking down through. Uh, Blackie... Practically everybody is uh, walking straight as they're coming through. Here comes a dear old man, crippled man. The ministers have all prayed for him. Here's a little baby, a little sick baby. They've anointed this baby they've prayed, uh, all these ministers have prayed for it. Herb Branham is down at the end of the line. They've never done it this way before. That God is a God of diversity. God never made two leaves alike. God never had two uh, healing meetings alike. In this meeting, so far, everyone's been just different than all the rest of them. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now they're taking Brother Branham off. Brother Branham is taken just as much as he can possibly take. His brother just helped him out. He, he fought the devil until he could no longer... Hey. Hey. Out. Brother Branham has been taken out, and the line is coming. Uh, Joe... So...